Yeah. The first story was a poll. Are you a fitness trainer? Yes, no. And then everybody who says yes, obviously puts the name down in the end. Then the second one, I was washing pots and pans on the weekends while I was trying to run my fitness business. He did a really cool little video on that. Now look at my lifestyle. I live in Las Vegas. I've got a Lamborghini and a G-Wagon, you know, and all this stuff. So end result, and then click the link in the fourth one. He generated 94 leads, and we're just about to sign our sixth platform. Wow. From those leads. This is Digital Marketing. Hey, it's Mark. And I don't want to be that doom and gloom guy, but I'm hoping this acts as a little bit of a wake-up call for you. Because we've been talking a lot lately about how the whole iOS thing has some advertisers flying blind. And when you sprinkle on some rising ad costs and supply chain issues, we've got a real entrepreneurial challenge ahead of us. The bad news is that a lot of businesses are going to be washed away over the coming months. But the good news is that the ones who adapt are going to come out of this even stronger. So that's why it's important to focus on what you can control. Tighten up your website, improve your CRO, collect as much first-party data as you can, and test, test, test. And if you need help with that, go to our friends at Conversion Fanatics. They're running hundreds of tests in all sorts of industries, so they know what's working now. Check the show notes for the link, or you can visit them at conversionfanatics.com. Hey, everyone. This is Mark DeGrasse, the president of Digital Marketer. And this is the podcast that keeps you up to date on everything you need to know when it comes to digital marketing, from the platforms you need to be focused on to the cutting-edge tactics and tools that are working today. Today, our guest is Edward Vanderklein, the channel manager of Macroactive. And we're talking about effective referral strategies. So welcome, Edward. Hey, Mark. How you doing? It's been a while. It has. Well, you know, it's funny in the uh, the marketing biz, it seems like I can't get away for more than 10 seconds. So it's just one long span of like hey, I'm but pretty you just sure we saw TNC? each other you've been, you're <laughs> TNC leading up to TNC then doing TNC then coming down from TNC that's nah, all just one big blur from like last <laughs> year's TNC and then it goes through to this year we started the conversation before and we were kind of talking about how a lot of our business is referral based and when it comes to the customer value journey uh, everybody focuses on getting through the first four stages to conversion and then ignores everything afterwards so why don't we delve into kind of your business and the role that referrals play in it yeah, absolutely, man. So thanks for having me on. My name is Edward van der Klein. I work as channel manager at Macroactive. We are the preferred platform for fitness creators who want to scale their subscription-based programs. Okay, it's a complete wide-label service, and we do everything from farm to table. And so it's a complete fulfilled service with actually a lot of the foundations we found in the Certified Partner Program, from Customer Avatar to CVJ to 90-Day Growth, Big 3 Planning Commons, everything gets used. So it literally is a business in a box. Helping creators really unlock the potential in their business and go away from the face-to-face dealing with in-person clients to actually having a truly scalable subscription-based business that frees up their time so they can focus on creating more content and actually lead the lifestyle that they're looking for. I love that. Well, and I was actually in the fitness industry for about a decade and I did everything. I was a trainer, owned a gym, owned a magazine, had a fitness-based e-commerce store, 
wrote certifications. And then I did the same thing for a bunch of commercial fitness companies too. So I'm well aware of the struggle. And what you guys do with helping build that subscription base is huge because I think the only way any of the trainers I ever met will be able to retire is by using a system like yours. But that leads to how do you sell? How do you get people to subscribe to your content? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So the bit has been around a long time. And the reason perhaps the brand isn't as recognized is because it's a truly wide label service. So we literally sit in the shadows of our clients' platforms. And that actually makes it a little harder because the brand awareness isn't there. So we actually do everything at the call phase. We hustle through social networks, through DMs, use email sequences to get people to become aware of the products and services. And we have a pretty solid, relentless, it's hard work, man. That is proper lead gen, appointment setting, proper sales work that goes on. And the business is literally built on that. But the beauty of having a proper service behind it and actually charging a good fee for that, getting farm to table, get this creator actually producing on the back end, creating eye-watering amounts of money for some of these guys. You know, I mean, we do at this moment in time, probably 25 to 30 launches a month. We had our best month last Last month with 43 launches. And it's not uncommon that people will have $20,000 launches. We had an absolute massive one a couple of months ago. At like, it was like $48,000 in the first day. And then you, you get the, the first day's launch and then second day, and then you, know, you get this massive spike and it sort of tapers off. But this is like amazing. So these people are, guess what? They're super happy. And I think after the initial sort of launch phase, and we bed it in with, we do a 90-day growth plan with them. In fact, I got the actual word on that the other day. What did it actually say? It's the NDR, the net dollar retention. And it's that client success piece that makes the difference. There's people buy a website and they think that's the solution. So software is never the solution. It's the implementation and it's actually activating the automation or benefits that you get from that software into the tangible business result. And money talks, man. So a lot of these guys are becoming financially independent. So they deliver a lifestyle for them. So it's actually my obligation to say, could you tell someone else about that? We actually do a lot of work in the advocate stage, yeah, in terms of reaching out with our creator clients and getting to do a promo video. Where were you when we found you or when you found us? How was the onboarding experience and launch? And where are you now that you're actually benefiting from the results? It's actually a quick structure. And if you look on the Macroactive YouTube channel, you'll see absolute boatloads of them. You know, we're really, really proactive on that. And then secondly, we've actually developed some strategies to encourage the promoter stage. And we were briefly talking about this earlier, that I think, you know, especially in the digital marketing world, you and I, we've both been there. When, especially when you're first starting out, you kind of, you're just not charging enough, mm. right? So when you're not charging enough, your client doesn't actually appreciate what you're doing for them. You become more and more browbeaten. Most people actually end up giving up and actually don't actually building a successful agency on the back of that. So actually the, the, the solution here is charge a decent amount, charge what it's actually worth. My advice is actually learn to sell, learn mm. to properly sell your solution because then you get a better client. They're actually willing to pay more and actually going to be much happier. And they're actually also a lot less hassle to deal with, right? They yeah. are a lot less hassle to deal with. Well, I think for the referral business, I mean, you think you're doing them a favor by not charging enough. But another thing that happens when you're the professional actually executing the plan, which is a lot of work and you probably undercharge for it, is you actually start to resent the client. 
like, oh, this client's demanding so much and I barely charge them anything. And so both sides are true where both sides are disappointed with the work and then nobody's happy. And then on top of everything else, you're not going to get a referral. And if you do, you're going to get a referral to this a type of person that you actually might not like to work with. I'm all for constructive criticism. I had one today, really, really successful creator. He's going through the onboarding process. He's having a few niggly issues. And I said, bring it on, man. Just give it to me. Don't be scared of it. But and I said, and I said, well, I hear what you're saying. I, th- I think you made a genuine point. And then take that back into the onboarding team. Now, we do have standard responses for these things because it is going to happen. If what they're asking for is unreasonable or they're being nasty about it, we have the no asshole policy. <laughs> there is such a thing as a no asshole policy. Yeah, you should, re- every company should have one. Yeah. Anyway, so in the promoter stage, I think and that is obviously, it is the Valhalla. It is literally the holy grail of where you want to go for it, but you can absolutely nurture it and you should ask for referrals and people are happy to give it. So just to give you some top three strategies here, okay, give it some time, right? Mm -hmm. So some people say, oh, you should be asking for a referral within, at the point of sale. I don't actually believe that. I think deliver your success yeah, handle any issues. Actually, when you've gone through some pain together, because our deal is definitely partnership. And I think most digital agencies, because you're an extension of that other business, you're delivering a marketing service. The whole reason for you being there is to generate more value, right? When you've actually delivered that, let's say month one, month two, month three have gone by, and you can say, well, look, the first 90 days, I think is critical for you to deliver a result and then say, okay, how are we doing? Where were you? Where are we today? And where would you like to go? And I said, once they actually say that to you, uh, and they're on board with your strategy because you're kind of controlling it with the stuff we learned in Certified Partner. I said, would you mind just putting that on a video for us? Right. And then they go, absolutely. And then just keep it short, keep it below 60 seconds. Yeah. Make sure that you've got that structure of where you were, where you are today, where you're going. And then because you've done your job, you've built that relationship, they're willing to mention your name over and over again. They're willing to mention the service that you provided. And they're actually revealing to other people that might be looking at this in the future that this is a genuine thing and you've helped them change their life. That's amazing. And then and then the next stage in the promoter stage, what we do is we actually set up a landing page. Yeah. So my job was to go out to our top 40 creators. These people are making seven, some even eight figure income from our platform. And these are super busy people. Nonetheless, they will have people asking them in their DMs, hey, what are you up to? I want to do what you do. Now, one guy. So we do we create a landing page. Very simple. Hi, my name is so-and-so, and this is my platform. Little video, again, you know, about his experience with the whole thing. And then sort of pointing to the right, because the form is on the right of the page, or down below, if it's fill out the form, a member of my team will be in touch, talk next steps. So one guy did a four-story stack, yeah, because he had to differentiate within his network, because obviously most of his clients are actually people who want to buy his fitness program. But then he was also selling a coaching program to other trainers. And that's why it was appropriate. Yeah. The first story was a poll. Are you a fitness trainer? Yes, no. And then everybody who says yes, obviously puts the name down in the end. Then the second one, I was washing pots and pans on the weekends while I was trying to run my fitness business. He did a really cool little video on that. Now look at my lifestyle. I live in Las Vegas. I've got a Lamborghini and a G-Wagon, you know, and all this stuff. So end results, and then click the link in the fourth one. He generated 94 leads, and we're just about to sign our sixth platform. Wow. From those leads. So 94 to six deals from one Instagram story stack. That's incredible. 
So I think, do you actually run people through that method? Like, okay, we're going to do the four-story stack. Because actually stacking is kind of a common term that you hear in like tweets. Uh, yeah, so it's Instagram stories. You can stack them so that they'll follow on, in onto each other. Yeah, nice. yeah. so we lay that strategy out. So that the other strategy is if people are not comfortable with it because they are literally just selling to the public and they don't want to reveal the fact that they've got a platform that somebody else, then, then we ask them, so like, just go out into your DMs. Okay. And it's going to happen. People are going to ask you. And so my job is then to sit with them. It's like, can you go through your DMs and look for the last three weeks if anybody's asked you about what you're up to or other trainers? Or I go into the people that they're following and I look on their Instagram, the people that they're following, and I say, well, these people we've been trying to target for our legion, but we've not been able to get through to them. I see that you follow them and they follow you. Would you mind just messaging them? Sounds so right? simple. Yeah, it is. And they're going to be happy to. I mean, these guys are just financially independent because of us. But it's about building that relationship and to make sure that there is an incentive in place. So we've now decided to take this another step further because this kind of ties into my third job where we work on a partner program, which is a little bit like the franchise what we used to do before. But this is a next level where we've got trainers who've been with us since the beginning, since 2016. They are loyal advocates. They've regularly passed referrals on organically because it just happened in that way. So I've been reaching out to them and said, I want to make a business proposal to you. Not only can we give you the referral fee, which is a decent amount, by the way, if you're going to do a referral fee, and this is whether you're working with commission-only salespeople or with people who are loyal advocates with you, make sure that that referral fee isn't just some lousy 10%. You've got to make it a decent amount. Yeah, exactly. Because these are busy people, right? So it's got to be kind of worth their while. We've actually decided that they can participate in the revenue share as well. I mean, like I said, if you get a couple of percent of a $40,000 launch and the anniversary thereof, the next month and the month after and the month after. Yeah, that could be, that could be nuts. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we have capped that particular incentive to a certain amount of time. It's not for infinity. Unlimited forever. No, that's only, you know, if you actually want to become a business partner. But yeah, there's only very, very few people who qualify for that because this is a massive opportunity and we're only looking for people who pretty much have got clients to go. So we're looking for talent agencies. We're looking for digital agencies who work fitness creators and we're looking for high ticket coaches, where it just makes sense because they already have a ton of clients that they work with. And so one of those guys started with us in at the end of March, sold their first customer in the second week of April. Mm-hmm. And now wow. I've got 84 clients with us. Wow. The last count was 84 clients with us. And that's so they've been here, what, 19th of October? So we're eight months into that deal. Wow. <laughs> they're on track to do a million with us this year. So yeah. You could live off of a million a year. I'm not going to lie. These guys work extremely hard, but kind of makes sense because they live in that world. They already have clients there, you know, and it was a really easy thing to do. And this is why we've been inspired by the whole referral thing. We just have to reach out to more of our clients. And I recommend it to everybody. For every referrer that you get, you're effectively getting another salesperson. You know, if you're a, a solo entrepreneur or you're just a partnership with a couple of guys and one guy is in charge of sales, I've been that guy. It can be a very lonely existence sometimes. But the reason you are good at your job and the reason I do what I do yeah, is because I love that piece. I love making friends. I love doing stuff together and getting that joined up thinking going. Oh, yeah. And, you get the community going. And I think there's a lot more satisfaction when it's not just you winning when something happens. Because it's like, yay, I did it. But if it's a bunch of people on top of like, hey, we did it, then it starts to yeah. feel a lot better. If you're still using legacy cloud storage like Dropbox or Google Drive or expensive, unintuitive digital asset management tools to store your images and videos, listen up. 
While those are fine for teams who just need to store docs and sheets, they are terribly inefficient for marketing teams needing to organize, share, and collaborate on visual assets. Air's intuitive UI is purpose-built for visual assets. Automatic content tagging and powerful filters mean you don't even have to remember folder or file names. As long as you know what's in an image, you can find it in seconds. Modern marketing teams, including those at Google, Sweetgreen, The Infatuation, and Pattern have saved up to 10 hours per person per week by switching to Air. Air is the leading platform for marketing teams to manage and automate their creative operations. Learn more at air.inc slash digital marketer. That's A-I-R dot I-N-C slash digital marketer. So do you think there's a way to systematize something similar for, say, agencies trying to get any small business owner? Because I know within fitness, fitness is a kind of unique space where everybody has basically the same product. But marketing is yeah. kind of similar in that regard. Did we talk about this in the past? Were you a member of BNI, that business network? Yes, yeah, we talked about that. I was the president. Yeah, so, so, but that's kind of it, isn't it? That's kind of it. Because you're working with a group of small business people and they kind of become your salesperson because they get to know you and like you and trust you and then they're happy to refer you. Mm-hmm. And anybody starting out a digital agency right now, go to your local business networking group and just sign up. It's going to be worth it. Don't That's even pontificate on it. Just do it. It's going to be some early mornings and you're going to be wondering, why the hell am I here? Well, especially because you have a lot of agencies that are struggling or a lot of freelance marketers that are struggling. And you're like, well, what have you done? And they'll talk about doing paid ads or they'll do a bunch of cold traffic sources and not even try to do anything warm, like show up to your local chamber. You know, for me, when I had my website agency, I was a part of several chambers and several, you know, small business groups, B&I, and that's what was all my business. Like a lot of my business was either came initially came from that referral network and then it led to all the other referrals from the the original referrals. So it was 100% I was 100%. I just referral. don't see any other way. I think a lot of people also sometimes get started because they've been a professional all their life and they kind mm. of have a client base ready to go. I mean, a friend of mine got started the other day and he, he's in the water treatment business. You know, he does risk assessments and stuff like mm. that. And he phoned me up. I started my own business. Oh, great. And I was like, where were you going to get your customers from? So oh, I was already sorted because he's kind of cannibalized from what he did before. Yeah. I go, okay, that's odd. When I started, I didn't have any customers. So you know what I mean? That's the thing. I think, Mark, it's where you learn to pitch and to sit in front of someone to be mm. able to say something that's cohesive and understandable in a short way. And we used to say this to salespeople all your time. It's like just sitting behind your keyboard all the time, that's not going to generate the sale. You have to pick up the phone. You have to do all that. I call it kicking up dust. And because yeah. you get a little bit, it's a little bit rough and ready and you get a bit dirty, but to get the gold, you have to do the digging. Right. Yeah. Well, like the cold aspect, you know, the cold traffic, it can work, but the amount of volume you have to do to get cold traffic to convert versus getting warm traffic that you have spoken with to convert, they're not even comparable. Now it does work, but you just have to get 10 to 100 times as much leads. We're touching 10 million annual recurring revenue. Wow. Yeah, we're fast approaching 100 million in creator revenue. We don't believe in cold ads. We just don't believe yeah. in it. it because it's expensive and you don't know whether it's going to actually work. I mean, it sounds terrible yeah, from a digital marketing point of view, but that's never going to be your starting point. Yes, and we say this to our clients as well. Hustling your DMs, mm. making an organic strategy, get your message right. Get, well, first of all, get your niche right. Yeah, Get yes. your customer avatar right. Say. Understand how you communicate with them and deliver value first, turn up daily, if not twice a day, 
because, you know, it's a virtual thing. They're looking at you on a tiny little screen. You can't just post and forget. That's not how you build a community. And the amazing thing is some of the $20,000 launches, and there's a video on our YouTube channel of a lady who's got just over 10,000 followers, just over 10,000. And she's inspired me so much because if you look at her Instagram and the way she turns up and the way she's committed to her clients and the way she delivers results as a personal trainer, you can't fake that. And people know it. People see it. But she's got her niche absolutely nailed nailed down. She knows exactly how to talk to her. She lives that life. People want to be like her. And that's why they signed up to her program. That's fantastic. Today in the mastermind, we were talking about referrals and then also just how to get exposure for your business. Because there's two options. You could go the route that you think digital marketers should take pay traffic, even organic publishing, because, you know, I'm a big content advocate. And for me, I'm like, all right, you're going to spend a year doing content. And at the end of the year, you might start to get some traffic. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know what you're going to do for money in that year span, because it's not going to be coming from all the work that you're doing. That's going to come later. I love the pound the pavement. That still works. And it works better than yeah. anybody thinks. I love your focus on niche, because I think if you are going to go the cold traffic route, the only way it could possibly function is if you go niche, because then at least all your effort is going towards one place instead of I could serve marketing for the internet for anybody on the internet. It's a big problem most people have. They just want to serve everyone and they're not specific enough. I mean, the, the amount of conversations that I have with people, but what it is that you actually stand for. But the thing is, that's why, again, I love the stuff that you guys do in Digital Marketer because you really define it and that you have the tools to define it so you can sit down and actually the work that you need to do, sit down and actually properly write out your customer avatar and several if you've got multiples, because all those segments, they will give you the words and content you need to put out there. So you don't have to think it up in the moment. It's such a foundational thing. And without doing that piece of the puzzle, and I think that's the problem most people have when they start their business. They just, they're too nebulous about it and they just do a brush all and then they yeah. end up with nothing. They end up with very little. No, well, um, and, and they're disappointed with the results. And, and well, and there's no way they're going to connect to their ideal client, which is kind of what we're describing throughout yeah. this episode is like, if you want to connect to the people you want, niche down and then actually go out and try to connect to the people. Because <laughs> there is a chance that you think one group is your niche or the person you really want to deal with, and then you deal with them and you could hate them. That's a possibility. So you probably shouldn't be in that niche that you're in. And you might have to shift a little bit. But instead of spending all this effort building your entire brand and building all your content strategy around maybe the wrong target avatar, just go out and talk to some people and you'll find out if this type of person is somebody you want in the first place. Now, yeah, exactly. for you guys, I think your referral model is fantastic because you have people who have established businesses and I'm sure you do some kind of qualification before they kind of become partners with you guys. Is that a part of the process? Yeah, but that is shifting. I mean, you would assume that someone with a ton of followers would automatically monetize and that's not the no. truth. Our most recent sort of advocate that's on the YouTube channel is an absolute testament to that. Who'd have thought that, you know, with 10,000 followers, she would generate that much cash on her launch day. Yet someone who's got 400,000 followers could absolutely bomb because they haven't defined their after. And sadly, oftentimes they just don't follow the strategy that we give them. Yeah. The reason we give them a strategy is because it's a winning strategy. We know it's a winning strategy. We've proven it's a winning strategy, yet they've ignored it. And then when they bomb, they go, yeah, what the hell happened? 
But <laughs> so I, you didn't well, follow I, the strategy. What do you want me to say? Well, I love how you said that about something because I've dealt with those clients too where they had half a million followers and you're like, oh man, we're going to crush this thing. Like everybody's going to want it. But then because of the way they create their content, like if they're 100% entertainment, which some people don't realize that that's what they're doing. It's a very uh, good distinction to make though, that all the followers in the world doesn't necessarily lead to all the money in the world. And it might lead to no money no, at all. And it's more to do with their motivation because mm. this is a real classic. I think it was Jay Abraham who said this. I'm not going to push the car. But I think someone in the group said the other day, it's more likely someone's going to stop to help you by the side of the oh. road if you're already pushing the car. And I think Jay Abrams says the same. He said, I'm not going to push the car, but I can help you put you in the right direction. You've got to move. You've got to be moving already. Our big qualification piece is what do you think you'll be able to generate if we make all this happen? After the initial investment, what we do for you, and then from the launch, because you're much more motivated to then engage with our strategy in order to make that happen, because you said you were going to do that. Yeah, if you say you're going to make an extra $10,000 a month, right? You said it, then you're going to make that happen. If we say that we promise you're going to make $10,000 and we make $9,999, you are going to be unhappy because we missed it by a dollar. And that's the thing, because we said it, you now are going to be happy with us. And we do that right even before we sell anything. We make sure that we have that strategy, or at least the goal, the MRR goal, we have that down. And I think that sometimes, again, when I used to run my digital marketing agency, I used to just make up numbers and then say to my client, that's what we're going to do. But then we never did. So Mm. clients are just not going to be happy. So they're never going to be happy to refer. The thing is, you have to manage those expectations right out the gate. And that's why I think the new way forward, the all the opportunities we have going forward in digital marketing is with value first. It's the people who keep delivering value first on their socials. Those are the ones who are winning. You know, don't be afraid to share what you do and just give it away for free. I mean, just, you know, if a 90-day growth accelerator program is something you do as a certified partner, just record your sessions and show how you handle that uh, process with clients. And that's kind of our next phase. We're creating what's called Affluencer World. We want to literally go behind the scenes, fly on the wall, sit with clients and have that as a similar to this podcast, video, but actually get our creators actually to share what they do to create these successful businesses. Yeah, and I'm very excited about that. And you guys have been so inspirational for us. I mean, I remember first signing up as a certified partner back in 2017 and five years ago, and it's been nothing short of transformational because you give those pillars that a business needs And I think most digital marketing agencies are business consultants. You need to see yourself as a business consultant. Mm. I see myself as a business consultant to our creators because they're not business people. And your clients, oftentimes, they're passionate about what they do. And that's why they have a business. Yeah, but they're not necessarily good business people. And to tie this whole thing up, you meet a lot of these people and that supportive networking effect at those local breakfast networking meetings. You get that sense where you complete each other as a bigger team. I truly hope that that's your vision for the business going forward. It really is. Well, especially with the Certified Partner Program. But I think if you really want to get into referral marketing and start even the affiliate programs and all that kind of stuff, having an understanding, a basis of how you generate referrals in person is going to do wonders for what you could do when you start automating the process with affiliate programs and referral networks. Absolutely. And deliver a great product to start with. Deliver a great product to start with, and don't be afraid to charge the right amount of money for it, which will attract the right client who will be happy to refer. Love it. 
Well, that's a big fat pile of tips. And we appreciate it, Edward. Where can people find <laughs> more about you and, and your program? Yeah, my surname is spelled awkwardly. So best place to find me is probably LinkedIn, Edward van der Klein. That's uh, Klein with a K-L-E-I-J-N. And go to macroactive.com or search macroactive on YouTube. There's a ton of information there. Really, really valuable content for fitness creators. Watch this space. We are just getting started. The USA is opening up for us. The Spanish market is opening up for us. We're very, very excited about what's to come. We've set our North Star to help 10 million people get fitter, live happier and healthier lives for longer. And hopefully that will happen by 2027 when we can cap that off with a $1 billion valuation. Well, I have no doubt you will achieve that. And uh, I think you're doing amazing work. I think the program looks fantastic and excellent advice for agency owners as well, which you can take advantage of all the techniques that you've kind of described today. Well, thank you very much for coming on. Very informative. And we'll definitely have to have you back to talk about more of this because we could probably break down any of your suggestions into whole episodes, which I appreciate. Sweet. Love it. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to hit that follow button so you get notified when all of our new episodes release. And please share this with that friend who is clueless about digital marketing. And don't forget to visit digitalmarketer.com where you can access all of our courses, certifications, and training programs. Thanks again, everyone. And we'll see you next time. This is Digital Marketer. Hey, DM listeners, if you're running a Black Friday or Cyber Monday special, listen up, because Digital Marketer just released our Canva holiday promo pack. It includes almost 200 templates that you can use to make the graphics for all your upcoming holiday specials and three unique design themes for each holiday. The promo pack is usually $27, but you can get it today for free. Check the show notes for the link to download, or you can go directly to digitalmarketer.com forward slash LP forward slash holiday templates. That's digitalmarketer.com forward slash LP forward slash holiday templates.